0: Hey, everyone. So you clicked on this link because you want to know some of the top upcoming places here in Colorado Springs. You're thinking of moving here and you want to know what it's like. Stay tuned. We're going to interview Megan Thomas, one of the local experts here in the area. She knows the new upcoming things here in Colorado Springs. So stay tuned.
1: What's going on in Colorado Springs?
2: Are you thinking of moving or living in the Colorado Springs area? Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadek provide you with a local perspective of what it looks and feels like to live, work, and play in the Pikes Peak region. To get their free six-step guide to moving to Colorado, text the word FINEST to 719-639-3393. Make sure to follow them on YouTube. Colorado Springs, what's going on?
0: Hey everyone, Lori and Kayleen, your Colorado's finest agency here in Colorado Springs. If it's your first time to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the bell as we go over a ton of information on the city that we love. We have people reaching out to us all the time. We absolutely love it. They reach out to us daily. Give us a call, give us a text, day, night, doesn't matter. We always say we love making these videos, but we love making Colorado your home even more. So give us a call, text 719-639-3393. And if you're thinking of making the move, Send us a text at that number and text the word FINEST and we will send you our six step guide to moving to Colorado Springs. Hey everyone, so it's Lori and Kayleen here with your Colorado Spines here in Colorado Springs, and we have a very special guest today. Megan Thomas is here with us today, Hi. and she runs um, Single in the Springs, which is, she'll, we'll let you talk about, and we'll let her talk about. She's, Kayleen and I are like moms, and she's our connection to like young things in the spring. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today and kind of go over what that looks like. So Megan, welcome. Thank you. This is so fun. I know we're glad to have you. So <laughs> tell us. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop you a little graphic up. I don't know if you guys can see it, but maybe you don't even get to see the picture I'm sharing of yourself, Megan. So it's like a fun little we'll surprise are. for you. So <laughs> Megan runs <laughs> single in the spring. So can you tell us a little bit, Megan? Since we'll kind of do these once a month, once every other month as we go forward, so we can, people will kind of get to know you and what you yes, do. No. But tell us a little bit about single in the springs and what that looks
2: like. Yeah, so Single in the Springs is a group for people to meet other singles. Um, We try to make it really low pressure, low stakes. You come to an event and there's just a bar full of single people and maybe you decide you want to talk to someone. Maybe you just decide you want to have a drink and leave. It's super, super low-key, really fun. And um, we also do a podcast where we talk about the trials and tribulations of dating in Colorado Springs. Um, And we kind of just do that because it's nice to know you're not alone. You know, sometimes when I'm feeling really down about myself, it's really nice to – like, hear someone else's stories and be like, okay, so it's not just me. Someone else feels this way, too. So that's kind of our goal. You, you also got, got on a date
1: and somebody used a coupon to pay for it type thing.
2: Yeah, like, you went on a date and someone didn't even wait for you to get coffee. Like, it's a coffee date. You can't wait for me to stand in line. Like, yeah. <laughs> So we have a
1: few. Uh, and- oh, go ahead. Sorry, Kayleen. Megan, yeah, no, Megan, like we know Megan not from that level, but you also wear many hats that I think is just a substantial piece to our community. Um, you are a native to Colorado Springs, and then you also work with so many businesses. Um, up on the front lines, and you kind of always know the up and coming. Can you explain like that hair hat
2: that you wear? Yeah, so I also run a food blog. It's called Springs Native, and um, I mostly post on Instagram. Every once in a while, I'll do a blog post, um, but I basically go to restaurants. I post about them. I try to support them, and um, and I kind of give you the inside <laughs> scoop on what's happening with restaurants in Colorado Springs. Um, and then with that. Um, so, whenever like, we hang out with uh, Megan, we
0: get to eat all day long.
2: Yes. We love it. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that I also have is I run a marketing agency and I specialize in the hospitality industry. So, a lot of my clients are restaurants, um, beauty salons, hotels, things like that.
0: I just found the new bell button, Megan, so I like to just throw the bell button in every once in a while. Just, you know, But no, Megan, so Megan runs, like she said, she's fabulous. She runs PR for a lot of our um, up and coming businesses. And so that's what we do. We, we follow our Facebook group, Colorado Springs, what's going on. Obviously you're on our YouTube channel right now, but we also run here locally and, and we um, feature different businesses and Megan helps us with that here locally. But I was just going to kind of show you guys what Megan allowed us to eat last time. So this was... Uh, that with our the sizzling food. I'd have the the sizzling food yeah, so i have the sizzling food oh up. Yes, I have the sizzling food up. And was then so good. I know. And then there was, oh, here's another one. This is the other one. Oh, let me take this one off. Wait. Oh, this is what else. Uh-oh. This is like that was like tofu. I don't even know if I like tofu, but that was tofu that we had, we got oh, to eat. It was amazing. And we I had know. to go to Uva Wine Bar. Oh, that was Shangri La. We had to go to Uva Wine Bar, Beast and Brews, and oh, Anthony's Pretzels, which Mark is Anthony's Pretzels.
2: Pretzel.
0: Yep.
1: So, anyways, I love about good, working uh, with deal Megan. Deal
2: I feel like bubble? she
1: even makes me love Colorado Springs even more because <laughs> I'm somewhat of a creature of habit or like stay in my little Northeast Colorado Springs bubble. And you really like, you're all around the city, anything from up North to downtown to old Colorado city over on the West side, you know, this event, that event, like you're just so well connected. We just thought you were a great person to have on um, an interview like this because you always know what's going on and you always put such a fun twist on it and i think a lot of our <laughs> we clients love our-
0: a lot of our clients moving into the area are you know um, Younger than us, clients, or they're newly married, or they're millennials, and they're like, "What? What's what's new and coming? Where should we live? Where should we move? Um, what's what sort of do?" And so, I think you're a really good resource for us in that aspect, as far as to speak to that audience. Um, you know, a lot of our clients are either you know retired or families moving the area, but we also have a ton who are younger than us. <laughs> I keep saying that, but um, and so and Megan's a really good asset for us.
2: I always put the plug out that if you could um, find me a single man buying a house. I know we keep saying i'm just waiting <laughs> to find me my
0: husband we had one of our builder contracts my or contacts our reps we were there for a couple of clients yes. last week and we were i was like megan should and then he kind of got a little bit megan. of an attitude and he wouldn't answer he didn't like our the contracts for new so builds are pretty in depth and stuff like that and so they're pretty detailed <laughs> so and he didn't want to sit there and go through it with our clients and walk through some of the questions that we had as far as that contract because each one's so different with each builder and i was like no he's not good for megan
1: so okay. he got kicked yeah, out he's not a gig communicator so he went out yeah he's out we're still on the we problem we're gonna find one
2: readers.
1: yeah so well well if, if
0: we find <laughs> the one we're gonna be in like the bridesmaids in your wedding right i haven't been a bridesmaid megan for like 10
1: 20 years so. <laughs> i mean i used to be a bridesmaid all the time i've never like, ever in my life ever been a flower girl so if i could be a flower a flower girl, girl? you want to be a flower girl yeah I've
2: never oh, been one. Oh, you
1: guys could both be the flower girl. Okay, well, I guess I'll be,
0: I've never been a flower girl either. Well, maybe when I was little, I don't know. Anyways, we got a little bit off track here. So Megan, I know we wanted to talk about a few things today, but um, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is, that, and I know we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but if you're moving here and you are millennial and a younger something generation, where should you live?
2: Ooh, well, I'm very partial to old Colorado City because that's where I live. And I like it for a few reasons. You know, the first big thing is that it's very close to downtown, but you're not quite in downtown. And I think it's kind of nice to have a little bit of that separation, especially yep. maybe if you have a young family. Right. Um, there's a lot of beautiful parks. You're still able to walk to coffee shops or restaurants if you want to. But it's a little bit less busy. And I think that it, that's kind of nice. So um, I'm zooming into
0: like the areas I I'm um, the screen sharing. I'm not quite sure if you guys can see it at my end, but, you know, Megan talks about it? old Colorado City and Manitou. And then you kind of lead into the downtown area here where there's a lot of new, like Colorado Springs is, I mean, I just think our growth in that area is remarkable right now.
2: It is. And you know, I think that old Colorado City is about to have a big renaissance. I think downtown has really experienced so much growth and change over the past couple of years. And now, that, I mean, still kind of opportunity and things that are happening, but I think that Now that growth and change is going to start to spread to old Colorado city. And I think that that's going to be a really wonderful area to kind of get in now before all these big things happen. And it becomes the new hip place. The hip, hip and
1: happening. happening.
2: Well, and Um, one nice
1: thing about old Colorado city is not only are you close to the downtown, but it's such easy access for those like casual walks, like, Fun little areas downtown, yes. the incline if you really want to be that that person, um, casual walks over at Garden of the Gods, like it's just that total lifestyle that I think people want when they're moving to Colorado. And then specifically Colorado Springs, like it's the center hub for that.
2: Absolutely, and you know it's really close to hop on to twenty four. If you're a big skier or snowboarder, you know you don't have oh, yeah. to navigate a bunch of different driving through town. You just hop on twenty four and go up to Breckenridge, go up to Monarch. It's super quick. Um, it just it makes you know you live in Colorado Springs versus maybe Denver, for example, because you want to have access to that outdoor space and you know not have to drive as much. And so you know in in downtown or old Colorado City, you're five minutes away from Cheyenne Canyon, You where you can go hike and explore and be outside, and then you're, you know, you hop on 24 and head up the mountain, and you're, you know, just outside of Florissant, you're just getting into, you know, a few hours away from Salida, it's, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, I just, I I you can't see the overlay, Megan, but do you, have you heard about the new apartments that are coming to downtown Colorado Springs off Nevada and Cimarron?
2: Absolutely. Those are going to be very
0: cool. I know. So I'm just kind of sharing an overlay that I think that that is missing. And you probably would agree a little bit that, you know, we're kind of missing some of those new trendy apartments, downtown, that downtown living. And I think that that's, that's on its way, I would say for sure.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I, I read an interesting thing too about why those places are happening. So on the planning and development side of colorado springs um zoning is you know what something is zoned is what kind of usage that space is allowed per the planning and city development well it's a newer um zoning entity to be zoned as mixed use. And a lot of these places that were zoned maybe just commercial, just residential, they're allowing special use variances or just rezoning to mixed use because we're getting a lot of that, like, I don't even know what you call it, but like Cosmopolitan Metroplex Living where maybe you'll have a storefront down below maybe some office space and then like lofts up above, but that is the purpose behind this new zoning entity coming out is that I think there's just gonna be like new trendy developments coming out because of what that zoning allows.
2: Absolutely, and I think that a lot of business owners that are local are gonna start taking advantage of that because they see the opportunity of people wanting to move to Colorado Springs. Um, and so, and they want to live, they want to live that outdoor lifestyle, but still have all of those things that you get when you live in a big city. Right. So, you know, putting a restaurant in that bottom space and then having apartments up top. Um, I know, I know they didn't end up doing it, but I think that, um, what is the name of that apartment complex? Um, that is off of Tejon, um, just between Cimarron and Costilla, I think. Um. Well, what is that? They had lofts up above, didn't they? So the the main floor, I think, is actually still open for businesses. But originally, they were going to put a breakfast restaurant down there, and they were going to make it so that residents could order breakfast and have it delivered to their apartment. Oh. <laughs> Kaylee likes that idea. Can you imagine really that would I, I a would, would move her. there with
1: my family for that. So. <laughs>
2: Right? Wow, that would be so fun. And so, you know, you get that downtown, you know, metro style of living, but you're still here in Colorado Springs where it's very casual, very easy to get to the mountains, things like that.
0: Now talk to really us a little bit, at Megan, about what you think um, as far as, you know, the cost of living. I mean, there are a lot of people buying homes. I was just going to pop up here and show the back end of our MLS. I kind of, oh, where'd it go? I kind of preemptively kind of worked on it a little bit, but, uh, and I'm sharing my screen with um, our viewers, but, you know, the price range for, you know, either a condo, townhome, single family Two hundred to four fifty, because our average price range is up in the upper four hundreds now. But in that lower end, you know, like a lot of people are trying to get into the market at that price point. um, You know, what does it look like as far as like affordability goes for you guys in that area, like that you love in Old Colorado City, Manitou Downtown, um, as far as that goes?
2: You know, I do think that you that you do pay to live close to the mountains, and you do pay to live close to downtown. However, I think that if that is your lifestyle, that it is well worth the money and the convenience. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I personally am not someone who wants to have to take an Uber lift 25 minutes every time I go downtown to have a few cocktails. And so it's nice to, you know, when you're downtown, there's scooters, there's bikes, there's plenty of walkways. And so if you are looking for that easy lifestyle, I think that it's well worth your money and you're long-term probably going to End up the money that you would have. You maybe you pay a little bit extra to live in this area, but you're also not paying, you know, seventy five dollars every time you go out for lifts and Ubers back to your apartment where you live.
0: Right, um, I'm kind of going through some of the homes here on the MLS and just showing them. But you know, they look like super small and quaint, and like they're different. And the pictures right now are in the winter time, but like this one I'm showing right now. Like, people love this lifestyle, kind of modern. But then, like you said, you can walk to coffee shops, walk to, you know, grab your drink. Like, it's just such a cool lifestyle being right by the mountains and, you know, having everything kind of just right outside your door.
2: And it's very minimal. I mean, I I, and I'm not. Not to hate on anyone living the suburban lifestyle, like that's great. No
0: it's hating, not, Megan.
2: Right? You know. Um, but like, you know, if if I had a lot of square footage and I lived maybe up off of um, Powers area, maybe I would want to have a home dim and all of those things. But when you live right downtown, there's a spin studio, a yoga studio, a bar studio. There's places to go get coffee. There's places to do all these things, and so. You know, you don't necessarily have you don't need that square footage in your home the same way that you would if you live, you know, a 20 minute drive from the gym you want to go to or a 25 minute, you know, drive from the yoga class you like to take. Like you don't need that space. So it's okay to buy that smaller home because you can do all of those things and go and have that time outside of your house. And so I think when you're younger and maybe you don't have children and you don't need all of that space, I think it's a really great idea to buy that smaller home because they're also really cute,
0: and they're good investments. I would say too, like they have tons of different things, unique things. We had a, a lot of new clients build down, or not build the bot down there, but I do. We do. I do have friends who have kids that live downtown in smaller homes, and they have, you know, they find a home with a decent yard, and they love it. They can walk to those parks downtown. They walk to the restaurants with their kids. Their kids ride their bikes to school. Um, it's so. I mean, I just think it's such a good melting pot. Of our different, you know, generations, and I I
1: told you, Lori, that's kind of my plan for retirement. Like, I totally see, you know, if you are then, you know, coming into your retirement years and you have more, um, you know, time on your hands, and you get to enjoy that time a little more like I would love to like go ride my bike to Laos Tacos downtown or you know hit the little trail and you know in the fall and see all the leaves and you can do it right out of your home like when I live in suburbia over on the other side of town if I want to do that I have to load my bike and then go to the bike shop and park and then get on the trail whereas when you live right down there all you have to do is just go to it. You don't have to load up and get ready. So I think that that living, that style of living that you were talking about, Megan, appeals a lot to millennials. Maybe not so much if you have kids and you, know, you need space and you have multiple dogs and whatnot. But then also again, for those retirement years, um, we have a client who's a business owner, um, downtown Pikes Peak, Lemonade and don't they own um, downtown as well, Lori? Or you are looking? Yeah, it's stuff somewhere of down there. And that satellite. Yeah, yeah, but they have you know multiple visit. It's just a good central location. Like our downtown is super easy to access. It's not like mm-hmm. big city downtowns where. Yeah, and there's parking right there. Like you don't have to park mm-hmm. in a parking garage and walk many miles. So.
2: Well, and so the other great thing that um, it would be silly for me to not mention, especially during this time, is, you know, when you work from home, um, I think that when you work far away from a lot of coffee shops and bars and things like that, yeah, you want that big office space in your home, right? But if you live right in town, it's easy to throw your computer in a backpack and head to one of the many locally owned coffee shops. There are so many really amazing co-working spaces. And so, you know, you can buy that smaller home and then go socialize and work from somewhere else. And that's what a lot of people do. You know, we have amazing co-working places have- in downtown Colorado Springs. And especially for those people who work from home and work alone a lot, it's nice to have that option. So one of my favorites is Epicentral Coworking Space. Um, I worked there for a while, and, and I always like to pop in and go say hello. Um, it's nice to have that community and to be around people. But also, you can do a daily rental if you do a daily go for the day
1: yeah i think there's a lot of um do you pay like uh, some of those shared spaces like how do they work do you pay like a monthly fee Mm -hmm. for membership or do you just order food when you're there like
2: how does that Um, place work um, so um so the the um monthly sorry i don't know why i lost my train of thought (laughs) you can pay there's a couple things you can do so if you go to one of the co-working places a lot of times those include Uh like if you don't have a full home office they have coffee coffee snacks printers like there's telephone booths and you can work out in the open or you can have your own office space or even a designated desk and um those you usually if you do have that designated desk or things like that you have to pay a monthly rate um but if you want to just drop in for the day, then you can just pay for the day. And then at places like Epiphany, Epiphany just opened, it's a beautiful, it's a restaurant slash coffee shop, chef's music venue, and they have a bunch of space to work and they have working stations for you. And you don't have to pay to co-work there. But what you do is you know, you buy food, you buy drinks, you buy coffee. Um I do suggest that if you're going to these locally owned small businesses that, you know, you support them. They're running the You're using their internet. You're using their power. Buy a coffee and lunch. You know, a $3 cup of coffee if you're working there for eight hours is kind of messed up. You should buy a couple more
0: things. (laughs) (laughs) So Megan, let's talk a little bit about some of this. Um, We talked about maybe three up and coming things here in Colorado Springs that we want to talk about. So I know we have like... Uh, three of them. Do you want to start with the the Vine one, the Marriott, the Well? Which one?
2: Let's start start with the Marriott downtown because this is a project I'm really excited about. It is a dual-branded Marriott. Um, And what I'm most excited about is they're going to have normal hotel rooms, but they are also going to have so much conference room space, event space, and some really cool rooms that can... um, that are almost like long-term stay rooms. So they're they're gonna be like a full kitchen in the middle and then rooms that go off to the side. So if you have a big family or you wanna take a friend trip, like if you and Kayleen wanted to take a trip to Colorado Springs and you wanted to bring all of your children and you need need multiple rooms and maybe you need a kitchen because you guys probably aren't gonna go eat breakfast every day if you're here for a week, right? So that gives you that, it, it feels like an Airbnb. But you're downtown, you're in a hotel, so you still get the amenities of a hotel, like a gym, a pool. There is restaurants. There is workspace. There are all of those things. Um, so it's going to be a really, really exciting to have that in downtown Colorado Springs. And um, of course, they will have two restaurants in that hotel. There'll be one on the ground floor and a rooftop bar as well. Um, yeah, I like but- that. But, you know, I think especially if you're looking to come move to Colorado Springs, it's going to be a great hotel. It's um, it's going to be beautiful. I've toured it quite a bit. It should be opening um, late March, sometime in April. Um, that type of time frame.
0: I was going to try to play this video. I don't know if you guys l- can hear the sound. Let me see if this works for a floor second.
2: of the Marriott's new dual hotel concept. We went up eight flights, and now I'm joined again with Jim up on your where all mm-hmm. the action is going to be basically happening up here on the eighth floor, right? Well,
0: well, there certainly will be a lot of action up here. So, <laughs> So we've designed this to try to create spaces that are unique to Colorado Springs. We have the most spectacular views in the city. And we have two relatively large conference rooms up here. The one that we're standing in currently overlooks Cheyenne Canyon. I can
1: imagine a benefit up here with a view like that, Jim. Man, I would donate some money for that.
0: So anyways, I just wanted to kind of show that little video. I thought it was kind of a really good way to like show like the views you're going to get from that hotel and that rooftop bar. And I think it's going to add a lot of atmosphere to our downtown scene, I guess I would say, because, you know, we have a lot of unique different things downtown, but I think as far as those rooftop bars and kind of getting a little more into like, I don't know what something a larger city might offer. I think that that's going to add a lot to like the downtown area.
1: Absolutely. And the fact that like that transitional place, like with, the kitchen area. What a huge value! You know, there's so many people that need just those couple weeks to, you know, bypass some time. I know we used to have like corporate apartments. It just seems like, um, you know, they're less and less available. And then even Airbnbs, like the city's starting to put certain stipulations on how many Airbnbs pr- for certain spaces. And so I think that. That Marriott um, business plan is really tackling maybe that need in our community, having a space like that for temporary housing That's you know, you can be a little more bit more comfortable in.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, you know, they're really going to have a state-of-the-art gym, which is really exciting. You know, Colorado Springs attracts a lot of athletes. And so maybe people are here on vacation, and they're going to be doing some active stuff, but they want to do a little bit – you know, more on their own at the hotel. It's, it's kind of nice to have that state-of-the-art gym, a beautiful pool, such a gorgeous, they have a really, really beautiful courtyard. Uh, it's be a place that you actually want to go spend time in, even if you're not staying at the hotel.
0: Yeah. So do you know when that's slated to open?
2: So um, right now it's looking like April, but it should be the spring.
0: Okay, so if you guys are coming out this summer, um, a great place. We have, Kaylee and I have our little list of uh, top places that we stay, top places that we like to eat in the area. And so the that's why I'm going to have to add and redo our our best places. Our list. And you
2: should be able to already book for this summer, even though technically it's not open yet. The booking for this summer should already be open for so Book Your Event. If you're getting married, it's going to be a beautiful space yeah. for that as well.
0: Perfect. All right, so we got the new hotel coming up with the rooftop bar. I keep talking about that because that's probably what I'm most excited about here locally. I'm not going to get married again right now um, or ever. Hopefully. My husband would like me to say that. And then um, <laughs> my husband will watch us and be like, "Great, <laughs> not again soon." Anyways, moving on. I'm getting myself in trouble. Um, the next one is Vine and Wheel, right?
2: a okay. meal is something that I am absolutely so excited for. It is going to be a cheese and wine bar, as well as a cheese market, which we do not really have a lot of in Colorado Springs. I am a big cheese fan. Also, obviously love wine, but like cheese is, it's so exciting. So it is going to, it is by Altitude Hospitality, who is the same restaurant group that same- owns Hill Neighborhood Bistro and Bar. It owns um, Garden of the Gods Market and Cafe. They own the Pinery. The Pinery North, which recently opened. Um, and then a few other concepts that they have that will be opening as well. So they've got a lot going on at Altitude. But Vine and Wheel is the next concept that will be opening. And it should be opening this March. Okay. And tell, where is it again, Megan, located? So it's going to be downtown. Um, it's going to be off of Tejon, just, um, let me think. Here, let me go back to my
0: little map thing. Maybe I have that going
2: on. If you look up where Garden of the Gods Gourmet is, that is actually where it's going to be is in the back. So what, so it's, so this building is really interesting actually. Um, and if you come to Colorado Springs, please go eat at these places because they're phenomenal. So basically when you walk in, it looks like it's like a little market. And it's the Garden of the Gods Market. And then the restaurant during the day in the front, during the daytime is Garden of the Gods Gourmet. And then in the evening it turns into Till. And then you follow this hallway back to the back of the building. And that is where you're going to find Vine and Wheel. There's gonna be a beautiful outdoor patio so they can do live music during the summertime. There's going to be so many different types of wines, um, you know, really wonderful wines from all over the world. Um, and then, obviously, a ton of cheese, and it's it's going to also have a small plates menu. Um, but it's going to be really nice. You could get charcuterie boards to go. You could get you know specialty cheeses if you're looking for something specific. You can have them special order it for you. And I believe they're planning on doing a lot of um, classes as well.
0: And you said Tejon and what's the cross street, Meg? Do you know?
2: Uh,
1: get the spot here well, a little what bit. Is the it's thing
2: not that Shiva's is on. So which one? Whatever what is the street that sugar's is on oh i don't know well and
1: i feel like there's like this whole concept of a restaurant that goes from one name in the morning to another name in the afternoon or there's like separate spaces like i know there has to be like a business perk to do it you know you have several businesses operating out of one space or sharing a kitchen it's mm-hmm. such a cool new concept. Like we have that other place downtown. I, I I always call it the wrong thing, but it has like the tacos, the tequila bar, the pizza place, the biscuit company at night. But oh, what clues. I think oh, it oh, the, oh.
2: oh no 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 yeah of Denver Biscuit Company yeah what's that place is it called Axy oh, or something it's like that? Atomic Cowboy is the entire restaurant yeah. and. The bar oh, okay. the restaurant is always open day to night in the morning time is Denver Biscuit Company. And then in the evening, it is Fat Solis, which is pizza.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, I guess it's just a new concept and you see a lot of these like restaurant groups coming in And maybe it's just new because I'm just now seeing it. Maybe it exists in places other than Colorado Springs, but I just think it's so smart to do business that way. Like why have this giant, um, you know, kitchen and it only services one restaurant and, you know, they do go home and sleep and have a life beyond restauranting. But, you know, to be able to use that one space for multiple restaurants, I just think it's such a cool concept. Is that a newer concept
2: or uh, I think it's am I just behind? Doing, <laughs> and I, think, I think it's also similar to how places are doing ghost kitchens and things like that. It's just a way to really utilize that space, a way to bring in people. Maybe you go in for breakfast and you come back for dinner because it's a different food. And so it's just a way Atmosphere. to bring that and to bring um to bring customers in. Um, I don't think a lot of places do it. I do think it can kind of get confusing. So um, it really has to be a cohesive owner, a cohesive brand almost that makes sense for, you know, Garden of the Gods Market in the daytime is beautiful and refined and Till is beautiful and refined in the evening. And then with Denver Biscuit, it's much more casual and fun and same thing for the evening, so.
1: Yep, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. It can get confusing. And that's why sometimes we're like, I don't know what it's called. Like, you know, where it's at is here. Here's a pin, go mm-hmm. there. I know that wow. there's pizza in wow. the evenings or whatever, but you're right. It can get a little confusing. I can totally see how you have to have like that parent brand to really do it well, if that's the concept. But, yes. Yeah. Um, so the vine and wheel, just to be clear, is kind of one of those businesses where it's shared space but their specialty for vine and wheel is the charcuterie really cheese market and wines
2: yes and they, so, that, they right? want, so there's yes and their space is in the same building as garden of the gods until but it's not the same eating dining space so they'll have a completely separate area gotcha. at the back of the building mm-hmm. All right, cool. Okay, so let's so move I on to wrong. the
0: well. The well is a new. am talking about this is an up and coming trend
2: here in Colorado Springs. Give us the give us the dish on the well. So the well, I am very very excited about because it is not like the other food halls in town for a few reasons. Um, it is much smaller. It is not huge. You know, Kawadi is humongous and has this huge space. And it's you go there for events. I mean, you obviously go there and think. you also go there for events. You go there to um to have it's 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 a lot of people it is a very large space it is a lot of people um people it is a it is very social it's based on you know people going there to meet new people and it's you know there's a stage and there's either music or some some type of event happening and then Tejon Eatery has a bar in the middle and it has a lot of options. So Tayon Eatery is much bigger and it's all about the food. They even they have that motorcycle museum inside. But the well, this one is different because it has just four food stalls and the bar which is central. It's you walk in and when you first walk in, there's all of the seating. There's the bar with seating around it. And then all the food stalls are lined up in one space. So it's easy to see. You can stand back and say, these are my options. You don't have to walk a very large space to see everything. So it's smaller. It's a little bit more refined. I think that it is um, it is attached to... Um, a philanthropy office type situation. So it's going to really, you know, they also at heart are going to really see what they can do to help the community. And then they, the big difference with them is that they have a large outdoor space out front. So there's going to be a stage for music. There's going to be outdoor space with this food hall, whereas the other spaces have some outdoor amenities, but it's not necessarily, um, as big of a space that's set up for outdoor shows or things like that,
0: right? And so, like with come so my with,
2: favorite oh, thing to do is to watch your um,
1: Colorado Springs native. Just like follow you on Instagram um, or TikTok because I feel like you can like. There's so many options here in Colorado Springs, and to be able to like see the food, see the venue. Um, you know, if you're traveling and you, you, we get it all the time, like we're going to go get dinner. Well, do you know where you're going to go get dinner? No. Well, where do you want to go? I, I think one of the best resources is just go to your Colorado Springs native and look Mm -hmm. at all the different food options and then pick where you want that. Like you really show the highlights of each of these businesses.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's the goal is we Sorry, want it to be easy. No, good. um we want it to be easy for people to eat local. Um, you know, obviously some things that are corporate and branded, um sure they're corporate, a lot of times they have local owners and things like that. Um, but it's much easier to support the local small locally owned restaurants and businesses when you know where they are and what they offer. And I think it's also making it approachable, right? It can be a little bit intimidating walking into a huge food hall if you don't know what to expect, but if you know, okay, there's going to be a lot of people, there's going to be these options, or, you know, when you walk into the well, it's going to be smaller, more intimate, um, there's going to be four food options and they're going to be fantastic. Like it just makes it easier and it's um, a good time to be able to go do that.
0: Right. What are some other new and upcoming things that you think are, are happening?
2: Well, let me tell you a little bit about the food vendors in the well, I guess, because those I'm really excited about. So um, they're going to have four food vendors and then a bar. The bar is called gift horse and it's going to have low ABV cocktails. So um that's really good. I think that a lot of times people want to go out and they want to try multiple drinks but they don't want to get trashed. And so this is really good because the low ABV, you can enjoy a it's cocktail, a and you can have a few and you're not going to, you know, get too drunk or things like that. Um, and they're going to have wonderful pastries, they're going to have really great coffee. Um and then the four food halls, there's going to be one that or the food stalls. One is going to be called Dunsun. And that is actually based – the owners are 503W's owners, which is one of my favorite restaurants in town. I actually ate dinner there last night. Um, So they're going to have bowls and tacos and, you know, easy things to go. It's a quick, um, casual uh, Korean-American fusion food. It's delicious. Um, So I'm really excited for Dunsan. Then next is going to be a stall that has – They're going to specialize in barbacoa and pozole. Really, really authentic. Everything is going to be gluten-free. Everything's going to be very fresh. I'm very, very pumped for that one. There's going to be one that is very, like, I want it not upscale. I would say um, really, really fun. American classics, comfort foods. They're gonna have like tater tot casserole. They're gonna have like
0: Midwestern to me, right at my
2: yes, very Midwestern. I believe um, it's, the owners are have like a little bit of Midwest slash Colorado roots, so it's a mix of both. And they're gonna have um, a burger that's gonna that has like a special sauce and two two patties, and it, it sounds absolutely delicious. Like it looks really good. <laughs> Um, and then the final one is going to be a Chicago style deli. Okay. Which I am really excited for. I love a sandwich sandwiches
0: like sandwiches and like, is there pizza or what? What's happening?
2: No, no pizza. It's going to be sandwiches, um, probably some salads and wraps. Um, I, I love a sandwich. I am a big sandwich advocate. (laughs) And so I'm very excited for that.
0: Perfect. Well, do we get to go try it all sometime, Megan? Like, we're going yeah. to have to I'm really hungry for that one. It sounds like there's like so, 14 different options.
2: The Well is really exciting. They're going to be opening in mid-March. And so we will be able to hopefully check it out in March or early April.
0: Okay. So if you guys are coming out this summer, it sounds like there's a lot of new and, and fun things coming on. So we are excited about, you know... Just bringing you on each month and kind of talking about the new and upcoming things here in Colorado Springs. You're such, such a good resource. And I know we're going to bring on some other guests with we're you gonna as well us. that you have up your sleeve. So we're excited about that. Um, yeah. Anything else I that you two want to add? If, what What do you, what, you say, Megan? You have some stuff up your
2: sleeve. I said I have some fun plans for who I want to bring on oh, to talk good. to you guys. So. One
0: time, Megan made us go. We went. She's like, "Let's go to this laser place." And so we went to this laser place, and it was great. Oh so Lord! But <laughs> Kayleen, like, she's like, "We're going to do this laser, and you guys will talk about it." Don't show I'll, that I'll video. Don't show, show it. I was like, I should have been more prepared. I kind of found some pictures of it, but Kayleen was like, her see, whole face was like this. Like she like broke out and. She's, like,
1: it, blonde it was the only time during COVID that I was so thankful for face masks. Like, I had to show houses the next day, and I wore glasses that were this big and my face mask to here. And I was never so thankful for a mask because it that was awful. It made my skin beautiful, though, I think.
2: Um Megan, we're gonna have to Megan has, there's some other there's some other stuff that's happening that I know about and we're gonna have to go try it out. It'll maybe be a little bit less scary than the lasers. Okay.
0: <laughs> our, my yeah, we always have fun when we spend our day with Megan. <laughs> we never know what's gonna happen. Let's get some
2: massages. I feel like that should be our next move. Like some ashiatsu oh. where they like step on your back. Oh.
1: Ashiatsu. Oh, my gosh. Can I te- – can- this is, like, totally off-topic but nope. super funny. <laughs> I my, mean since story. you're in trouble with your husband, Lori, um, <laughs> I'll get in trouble with my husband. Okay. So, we went and eloped in Uray, Colorado. And after we eloped, I was like, let's go get massages. Like, we literally were, like, hours after we got married. So, we go to the Uray Hot Springs, and it's, like, super hippy-dippy over in Uray. Yeah, yeah. And um we were like nervous like it was just emotional and whatever and we go and I was like we're we I had pre-scheduled us for this massage well they took us into separate rooms which I thought I don't know maybe that's just how they do it here so James goes into his room I go to my room I get my massage and I'm waiting for him to finish up and he comes out and he looked like like a beaten dog like he was like and I go, what, what, like, what, what happened? And <laughs> this because is where I get in me. trouble. <laughs> so the massage therapist had him get butt naked, which he was uncomfortable with anyway. She took a towel and like did this and like made it a string and put it in his butt cheeks. So he was like bare. And then she got on, like she had this like trapeze thing that I think you're talking about and like stood on him <laughs> With her bare feet and, like, massaged him with her feet. I I don't know. He was, like, he had never had a massage before. He was, like, I'm never doing that again. If
2: that was my first ever massage, I do think I would be a little bit, like.
1: He was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) But I love massages, so I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that was total sidebar, but just a funny moment. So funny. Since you got in trouble, Lori, I'll get in trouble too. All right. Sounds good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you for joining us, Megan. And we will see you probably well, we do we, we see Megan the first Thursday of every month and then the second Thursday for this. So we get to see her a lot. So And so thank you, Megan, for joining us. And we will talk to you guys later. If you have any questions about moving here to Colorado, Colorado Springs in general, reach out, give us a call, 719-639-3393. Bye, everyone.